Your fresh dose of inspiration, motivation, and innovation is here. Featuring industry leaders and visionaries sharing real experiences and proven strategies to help you be inspired and take massive action to build a better business and life for yourself and others right now. Right now. Right now. We're about to see change happen. Welcome to Insta Leaders Radio with your host, Anthony D. Smith. I'm Anthony D. Smith, and today I have Mark Panasic on the show. Uh, Mark is a certified recovery life coach and has helped hundreds of people to really make some amazing transitions in their lives and uh, really deal with their recovery, specifically with uh, addiction uh, to drugs and alcohol. And um, it's really great to have you on the show. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing really well, Anthony. How are you doing today? Awesome. So um, who who is like life coaching and recovering coaching? Who's it really for? It's really for people that are struggling with uh, alcohol addiction, drug addiction. There is uh, co-occurring uh, mental health conditions too that can be wrap, wrapped up into uh, recovery life coaching. But generally speaking, it's it's addiction based. The specific one that I work with is alcohol and drug addiction okay so anyone going through alcohol or drug addiction who would be struggling in recovery is, is who your type of life coaching would be for then who, who you deal with okay right. um, how do you help them what are the two or three biggest problems that they believe they have um, that you solve for them that keeps them either out of recovery or struggling with it well there's a couple different things there is a process to get into the beginning of recovery. There's a bridge that we stand on as recovery coaches that helps people that are struggling to get into treatment. They're not sure they want to go. They're afraid. They're in denial. They're not sure if they have a, prob- a problem. And then we guide them into treatment centers and places and to, to help them with their addiction, their disease, uh, mental health, uh, counseling, and then there's once they go through treatment, once they get into treatment, on the other side, which is through a transition period, through, say, a 30-day treatment center, 90-day treatment center, and then they get into sober living, for example. And then a life recovery coach is there to help guide them, to show them the resources, to plug them back into the community. This seems really stressful. <laughs> Well, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. It's got, you got to have a passion for it. You have to know how to interact with the recovery. And if, if there's resistance, it's usually on the coach's part. You can't force this thing. You have to allow them to guide themselves to a point and then give them more information when they're hungry for it. It's a, it's a gradual transitioning process because we're dealing with uh, disease, and we're dealing with big egos, and nobody likes to be told what to do. So what is the key difference between uh, life coaching and a sponsorship or therapy from, you know, a, a doctor or something like that? Right. Uh, recovery life coaching is all pathways. It, it's all what the recovery thinks is the best for them. It's it, individualized that suits the recovery best for them and is only limited by the resources available within the community. I've I've helped people through this process through many different processes that 
they choose to, but it's ultimately up to them. I mean, it's not limited to uh, uh, 12 steps or counseling or aftercare treatment. I mean, people read all types of, of, of books, uh, self-improvement books. But the joke is, though, that this is the only process that you need people for the self-improvement, you know? I mean, it's, it's important to be able to understand all the all types of resources available to the recovery where when they start communicating with you and talking to you how they're going to reach their goals you have a completely open mind to say yep that will work that's what's individualized for you you like that if they go to church 12-step program see a pastor read read the book or listen to meditation tapes or pray or read the bible Anything that is going to improve their current situation and change the target behavior and it, going to help them be more productive people of the community, then it's going to be okay. And the recovery life coach has to understand that that these these resources that they're presenting, the difference is if, if it's beneficial or not. A, re a recovery life coach has to have many different if you will, languages within them and understand that, yeah, that's a good book. Yeah, that's a that's a great place to go. Yeah, going over here to this event, it's it's uh, sober and clean and and it's recovery based. Yes, that's that's great to be able to plug them back into the community so that they can live that true life. Now the counseling they might be or the uh from a therapeutics or a psychology psychologist point of view, it might be limited as far as what the the, the state recognizes that they could only communicate in a certain way in that setting. It limits it possibly could limit recovery for the recovery in that context. And then the twelve steps is only the, the sponsorship is only the twelve steps. A sponsor is going to teach you about the 12 steps of recovery, and that's it. And they might not even be open-minded to reading books or going to church or, or talking to a pastor or going to certain different other events that's not in their own belief system. A, a recovery life coach has a, has a completely, it has a bigger, a broader understanding, a bigger view of what, a recovery can use as far as tools and resources in the community to become whole and a true person. You know, you make a really good point. You mentioned about it's something you can't be forced into. And I always think about those reality shows on TV where um, you have somebody who's just, you know, needs to hit rock bottom or they have, but they don't see it, you know, like those intervention right. shows and stuff like that. And I always kind of feel a part of me feels bad, even though those might be necessary and, and so forth. Um, and in, in, in those cases, I always wonder, you know, what's the success rate? And, you know, they always show you the good stuff. You know, they always show you the better stories and all that. And I always wonder, right. so you're saying they've gone through this long, this huge process already to get to the yeah. step where they're even getting recovery coaching. Right. Well, they've hit rock bottom and they've gone through a series of failures in their life. And they're usually, through my experience or what I've seen, they're in denial for a long time. And then finally they, they get to a point where 
they're surrendering, which means they have the willingness to want to go that next step into recovery. They they finally seen within themselves that they have a problem. They have the disease called addiction. So they they want help. At that point, it is rock bottom. And from a recovery coach standpoint and from a treatment standpoint, they have to go out there and find their rock bottom before any type of treatment can even be administered through them to find some success and recovery. If there's any reservation within them, they're going to resist and they're going to go back out there and sometimes they don't come back. Sometimes they do. However, we got to, we got to make sure that they're able to listen, listen when, when willingness is established, they're, they're, they surrender to the fact that they can't do it by themselves anymore. And they're willing to listen to the principles of how to start the recovery process. Sure. That, that is really cool, you know, because so, so you're saying that they, they've actually willingly, they seek you out. They seek out recovery coaching for themselves, or is it something they're recommended? It's not something where it's, it's not like a legal system forcing it upon them. Well, that's it, really cool. When we get, when, when, when people in addiction get to a place of, of willingness, sometimes they don't know how to take that first step. It's how, how do you go from okay, I'm done, I've had it, I want to seek help. Well, you can you can start by calling a, a treatment center and sign up to get in, into a treatment facility. You can you can look on online to find recovery life coaches to help talk through the process to get to a treatment center of who to talk to, who to contact who are the best people to position the recovery in a place where they can get the treatment they need, the help that they need. They're, they're reaching out, and we're kind of the hands of the feet that they don't have yet. They haven't grown that ability yet, and we're the, we're the people that build the bridge to the, the treatment centers. Now, sure. we help to bridge the gap from, from the willingness to take action and then once they're through the treatment and, say, through a sober living facility, we also bridge the gap so that they're able to plug back into the community because all the, the, the socialized living skills have deteriorated. They're not there. Any, they're not there. So as a recovery life coach, we teach them how to live in, in truth, what's real for them. Because in the high of a drug addiction, the ability is lost. So we, we teach them to plug back into the community, to go to the right resources, to, to go to DHS, to go to uh, mental health, for example, to go to uh, find a job, to find housing, transportation, to really learn how to live on their own. It's self-efficiency, basically, in, in plugging them plugging them in so that they can do the things that they need to do to become productive members of society. So are there any, you know, big misconceptions about uh, what you do with, with, with recovery coaching that are out there, whether they're real or perceived? Is there any, you know, what are one or two of the biggest mis misconceptions that are out there about what you do? Well, what it, this isn't this isn't a one-time thing. What, some people might think that you can work with a recovery coach, and that once they, as, as far as treatment goes, as far as 
treating the the, the disease, the 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 destructive behaviors and the dysfunction within. Some people in recovery might think that they can go ahead and go to treatment for 30 days and talk to a recovery coach, jump through that hoop, jump through this hoop, and get their life plugged back into society, and they're all set, and they don't have to do any more work on themselves. And that is absolutely false. Treatment is an ongoing, everyday process and learning sure. how to live a true life. Now, from a that's from an individual recovery standpoint. Now, from a societal standpoint, there, there's a the social stigma attached to people that are addicts. I'm, and one sure. of the reasons why is the fact that an addict seeking recovery and the preliminary steps will go and talk to a counselor or a psychologist or somebody that wants to treat, treat them or even a doctor, and they'll look them right in the eye and lie to them because that's the disease talking. They do not, how to, they do not know how to be honest. Well, with a recovery life coach, it, in the guidance, we can show them how to be honest and, and teach people how to be more honest with the counselors. And sometimes a recovery won't even understand that they're even lying. That's just their behavior. That's how they were taught. That's how they were, they were raised. And the other part is that they will protect their disease at all costs. They will not want to let anybody know that they have a problem because they're so deeply immersed in, in denial that they're, and they're so familiar and they're so afraid to change, even though a part of them wants to change, they're gonna, they, they will lie. So that is why the stigma has, has been created from a cultural, societal standpoint. But as recovery life coaches, we try to to guide the recoveries to be more honest with themselves, to say, okay, you have a problem, and then they can be more honest with the people that are trying to help them. I love that because it's it's one of those things, you if you, you, you know, you lie enough to the point that you believe it. And, you know, with it being an addiction, uh, you know, that's something that they're just really attached to. So I, I love that that's something you address because it's one of those things that if they don't start there, they're never really going to – there's no magic pill you'll be able to give them, you know, to really get them to their goals. So I love that. Right. I love that about that. Right. So what uh, – let me ask you this. What happens if a person goes through a, re, a relapse while they're in recovery? Is it, like, all over for them? Um, what do they do? No. A absolutely not. It is, it's actually an educational point in recovery. You look at it like, okay, if you didn't believe that you're an addict before, look at the, you just relapsed. You just went back out there and experimented. To maybe maybe you weren't sure. Maybe you were unsure, but you're coming back. You're, you're, you're sitting in front of me. You're eyeball to eyeball. And look at, look, at as what, look at what has happened in your life. This is even more proof to let you know that you can step out of your denial and then step into the truth that you have a disease, you are an addict, and that you need help. That is, that is a place where it's sometimes, I'm not going to say every time, but sometimes it's, a, it's the turning point that a recovery needs to actually make the proper change in their life, to, to be honest with themselves, to get plugged back into recovery, to really truly take a look at themselves and what they need to do so that 
they can continue in the process. So what's, what would you say the success rate of people who are going through that uh, is, if, if there was one? What would you say, you know, the success rate of somebody going through recovery and staying in recovery is when they actually take that step to go through real coaching uh, that can help them, you know, make that transition in their life? Well, through through a program, it, it, if you run, if you work your program 100%, your results are going to be 100%. It's it's it, you have to work the program, the the goals, the action steps, the process that's been given to the recovery, the success rate. If it's followed thoroughly, is 100%. It, it, if it's not, you're going to fail. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be followed 100%. There's a lot of there's a lot of principles in recovery. The recovery life coaching looks at a recovery from all pathways. There's all different types of resources that a recovery can go through to best fit his needs and his ability to recover. And there's a lot of different types of communication a recovery coach can talk to a recovery so that they can be helped to stay on path to to stay with treatment, to stay with counseling, to stay with the the programs that they've been that they're most comfortable with. And if they do that one hundred percent within their heart, within their soul, with within what they need to do for them, they're gonna succeed. Okay, so what are some okay, let me ask you this. Just dealing with stress because people are just stressed out. And I imagine if somebody gets stressed out with this, it's the the results can and the the possibilities for them can be far more detrimental to their lives than somebody who may not have addictive behavior and so forth. So what are three things you would you really would tell people that are just stressed out that they can do like immediately to just chill out, settle down and, and, and help them to stay in their recovery without going into a relapse? How would you deal with stress? Stay in today would be the number one thing. Stay in today. Stay in the moment. Know know that there is a force that's larger than you guiding this whole thing. You really don't have any control of it anyway, so might as well just let go. Do the in the other part is do the next right thing. Take action. Take action. Follow the follow the action plan that has been set in front of you. It's all right there. You don't have to think outside what the plan is in front of you because it's all been laid out, structured perfectly, effortlessly, easily right in front of you to be able to accomplish your your goals. And the third thing would would be that to believe to believe in yourself that and have faith in the fact that the goals that are set out in front of you are the right recipe, the right ingredients to get you to your end results or in your continuous process of, of being successful in true living. You gotta live in the moment for who you truly are as a human being in, in total self-acceptance of what the process is for you within yourself. You know, to take those, those, those little steps every day to make you, you a better person. That's, that's what it really boils down to. If I look three days ahead from now, I mean, I'm, I'm not doing myself any good. i got to stay in the moment and continually build on what I've already been successful at, which is today. So how how did you get into something like this so what was there like a turning point or transition in your own life or you know what happened what makes you what made you get into this how did you start uh, in the recovery coaching 
uh, well, I've industry, been, for lack I, of a better word. Right. Right. I've been in recovery going on almost 10 years now, and I was in manufacturing, and I was always into reading self-help books and looking at the more spiritual realm and the, what enlightenment is all about. And, and I went through a spiritual awakening two and a half years ago. That would be the turning point. That was the big transition and change for me when all my thoughts started to think absolutely optimistically and positively on how to live a better life because I wasn't exactly, I was not living a uh, true life. It was negative in some parts of my life and recovery life coach fell in my lap as an opportunity to help others and part of my understanding about living is to give back full to others what I have learned so freely and once I discovered that I needed that ingredient in my life to give back. That was part of the recipe for me to be able to have a better life. I really found a passion for recovery life coaching and, and helping others and the, the truly giving back that was so freely given to me. That is amazing. I, I love uh, when someone, so you've actually been in recovery yourself. So this isn't something that you're just, you know, I love that because some, some people do things and you can tell they just do it for all the wrong reasons. And that's something where somebody can look at you and say, wow, this person was where I used to be. They can relate to me, but they're also where I want to be. And they're still on that path. And that's, I think that is probably the biggest uh, testament to you uh, that people can see is that you're somebody who's really been through this. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it really boils down to relating to another individual and building that relationship. You know, I mean, it's mentorship, it's, it's guidance, it's being their friend, it's being that person that's truly there for them when nobody else would ever would, would talk to them, or they're, everybody else is done in their life, and then there's that one person that says, "Nope, it's okay. Been there. I've been. I've been in your pain. I've seen your pain. I felt your pain. It's okay." Come on this way. This is the right direction because a lot of us, a lot of the times, recoveries can't see. I couldn't see. I was in the dark so far that I couldn't see the way to get out. And when there's that one little last beacon of light, I mean, when when I found out that it was true and it was real, I mean, I ran to it to to get out of the darkness and, and find what was right and what was the light. And this, that's the basis of what recovery life coaching is all about. All right. So. Thank you for doing this and being here. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It was a really great time and great opportunity to, once again, you know, give back and educate people about Recovery Life Coach. It's just a, it's a passion of life. It really is. And I hope, hope this reaches out and helps a lot of other people. So if somebody wants to find out more about you or at least wants to reach out to you, I know you're in a little bit of a transition yourself right now, but how will be the best way to do that right now? And then we can update that in the future. Right. It's just through email, through my email, markpanasic at gmail.com, M-A-R-K, P is in Paul, N is in Nelly, A-C-E-K at gmail.com. Perfect. And uh, is there anything we should put in the subject line Recovery Life Coach would be perfect. All right. We'll put that on the show post as well. Uh, be sure and check out Mark, especially if you're in Michigan. Some tremendous 
uh, tremendous information that he has. Thanks for listening to Insta Leaders Radio. To hear all episodes featuring industry leaders and visionaries, visit us online at InstaLeadersRadio.com today.